Welcome to Beyond the Games, your daily insight into Guernsey 2023. Proudly sponsored by SG Kleinwort Hambro's Bank Limited, Guernsey Branch and Jersey Branch. The modest surroundings of Delancey Park have been the launchpad for many of Guernsey's top riders. They include Alex Van Catwick and Hannah Breo, who joined team manager Alex Wilson to talk all things cycling ahead of the Island Games. There's obviously a lot of variety in cycling that people might not have come, come across before and we've got every day has got action as well. So I was just hoping you might be able to just take us through what we can expect. Absolutely, yeah, it's a busy week for, for all of us. Um, and yeah, there's lots of different disciplines in cycling. So um, we've got, a, got an event each day. The first day is going to be the, the time trial, which is the race against the clock. So this is on um, sort of very radical looking bikes. You might have seen them sort of going around the island, maybe on, on the West Coast quite often. Um, and this is fundamentally the riders on their own trying to do a particular distance as quickly as possible. Then on the Tuesday, we've got the mountain biking cross country, which is a, which is a longer event that's about um, usually somewhere between an hour and a quarter and an hour and a half. Um, and that will be at Lancrest. So that's quite a, um, it's a quite a technical event on, on the mountain bikes. Um, the Wednesday will be the road race, which is going to be on the, on the, uh, sort of the South Southwest of the Island. So it starts off on, on our circuit that goes sort of, uh, around Rocane and the Mallard, and then it finishes on a sort of a tighter cluster around the the Coudre and St Peter's Church um, and that's that's a bunch of events so it's I'd say quite a bit less predictable than the yeah. than the the time trial um, there's so much that can happen tactics play a massive part in that um, and it's it I'd say really good good watch um, and the riders are going to be doing lots of laps so there's going to be lots of sort of good places to see them regularly um, Thursday, we've got what's called the Mountain Bike Criterium, which is a, a shorter event. Um, so that will be done on a slightly less technical course than the Tuesday mountain biking. Um, and uh, yeah, it will be, uh, that will be, will be at Delancey Park. And then Friday is the Road Criterium. Um, and that will be on the, on the town seafront as well. So that'll be a real spectacle. Um, you'll see the riders going at sort of full chat around tight corners. Um, they're usually very action-packed and, and, and you get to see a lot of the riders. So um, all, all five events are very much worth watching, I will add. Um, but yeah, the, the road crit is usually quite spectacular. So they, they've, they've all got something different about them. But I, I mean, I guess in terms of innovations this year, it's major to get the roads closed as well for the racing. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, that's a, it's really key. So we had, we had closed roads in, in Gibraltar in 2019. Um, and it just takes a, a variable out of the race. In the time trial, if, if you've got a, 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 some traffic and it holds up one rider, but it doesn't hold up another, that's not fair on that other rider. So it, it really means that the, the competition is it's not as affected by outside factors. And aside from it being fair, it's also just a lot safer. 99% um, of people are so, uh, so welcome and inviting of cycling events, but if you suddenly have a, a rider coming at you at sort of 30 mile an hour, it can be quite a shock. Um, and to sort, of, to sort of get out of the way and things, that's, that, that's quite difficult to do. So having closed roads is an absolute game changer for sure. Yeah, and I guess like, it, it's hard sometimes to imagine that the speed, especially like a bunch is going at 
as well. Stumbled across your test event, the mountain bike on, on Lancrest. That's such a great course. Like, like, it looks so spectacular. Yeah, it's a beautiful part of the island um, for starters, but it's, it, it's also very accessible for spectators. Um, and, and that was a sort of key part in it being chosen. Um, but yeah, the, it, it provides so much variety as well. There's technical bits where you've got lots of the, the bits around the stones and you've got the quick bits as well. So it's a really varied course, which I think's fair for an island game. So it's one of these, uh, it's, it's a flashpoint that happens every two years or sometimes longer. Um, so I think it's, it's most fair when we have a good, good varied course like that. And have you been looking at um, the competitors coming over? It's what we can expect. Yeah, so we, we've seen some press releases. So um, lots of, we, we expect the competition to be um, strong as always. Um, Sarah Mai, uh, their squad for the, the road is, for, uh, particularly for the men's, is, is usually really strong. And then Jersey and Isle of Man across both the men's and women's is always a, a force to be reckoned with. So. Um, so yeah, the, the the competition looks quite stiff this year, but the good news is we've got a we've got a really good team. I was going to say we've got some really strong names yes. amongst the crowd <laughs> as well. Like who who should people watch out for? Um, I mean, quite frankly, all of them. Um, so I, I think this year, my, my my key takeaway from from the squad selection is the is the strength in depth. So I think at sort of every games we've had in, in the past, we've had really strong riders going, but the sort of the depth all the way down the squad, the level has been really, really high this year. And um, everyone who's got in has, it has really earned their place. Um, yeah, it's a really, really strong team this year. And obviously, I, don't, I, mean, I turn to you a bit, Alex, here as well. In, in road racing, that team aspect is so important, isn't it? Can oh yeah, massively. Yeah, like even, I've been away at the weekend with some of the team, unfortunately Jack couldn't join us, but I was there with the others and we sort of rode together in the race as a team rather than as an individual and it makes a, a huge difference to sort of how like the race plays out and sort of if you when you work together you can sort of I don't know work out different situations in the race whereas like yesterday we sort of worked out we'd get Sam Colwell up the road in the breakaway being our strongest rider get him away as little riders as we can with him more of a chance of him getting a good result for us and the rest of us sort of sit back and mark the rest of the riders so it's really good to have a strong team that you can rely on and trust to sort of close down other moves and stuff. Yeah, and you making decisions out on the road as well as the race unfolds. Presumably, like your whatever plan you have, often comes unstuck. On yes, yeah, I mean, yeah, you can plan, you can plan a race how you want it to go, but it's never going to go exactly how you plan it to. So you have to adapt to what's happening in the race. So there's many occasions yesterday in the race where we do, you, you exchange a few conversations and you plan what you're going to do differently in certain sections on each lap. So you've got to adapt to yeah, what's happening. And do, do we ever see alliances forming um, across different teams as well? Yeah, sometimes. I mean, we had a few occasions yesterday where there's other people who might have team teammates up in the breakaway and they don't want anyone else to sort of go across. So they'll sort of, you can sort of join up with them maybe and, and sort of block, they call it block, sort of block the peloton so no one else sort of is pulling hard trying to catch the breakaway. So you sort of, can make alliances with other teams if need be. And just, just turning a bit to your background in the sport as well, how did you get into cycling? So I started cycling when I was, I think, about 11 or 12 years old. Um, basically went up, heard about the Delancey Flyers on a Wednesday night, um, decided to go and give it a go. Um, rocked up there on my old mountain bike, rusty out the shed, covered in cobwebs, and 
really enjoyed it from 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 the word go really and from there just got hooked on it and each year just got more and more into it and then once I got old enough to start properly racing mountain biking started off with that going away with with Sam and Brad together as a team and doing all the sort of UK mountain biking um, and then from there once I was old enough to start on the road I basically gone more towards the road sort of things and that's where I found my enjoyment in, what, in what's the appeal of the road to be honest I just like going as fast as I can on my bike and that's just what I like doing that's why I prefer time trialing probably is my like top top um, discipline in it just because you're pushing yourself as fast as you possibly can against the clock I just think that's just what I enjoy about it really if I took you to two minutes out from the end of the TT yeah what's going through your head how does it feel pretty much just trying to find anything you possibly can left in the tank to, to empty out. You want to make sure you get to that line pretty much done for. You don't want to come up too short and you don't want to, you don't want to have a little bit left in the tank. You need to sort of just get everything out there for the, for the finish. And how excited are you about the games as well? I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be good that we've got a really strong, strong team together. Um, I'm really looking forward to representing Guernsey in, in Guernsey at home games. Um, to think I started off just riding my bike, like I say, around Delancey Park when I was younger, to now representing the Guernsey, uh, representing the island as sort of the second sort of tier below the Commonwealth Games. I think I'm really excited to, to do that. And I guess like, Delancey was once described to me as a bit of a home for the Guernsey Velo Club as well. So to be back there with the Games racing as well, it's got to be good. Yeah, I think definitely. Um, especially, I think it's really nice that we've got the mountain bike crit on Thursday, the Thursday is at Delancey, um, which kind of brings everyone back to where they started because we've actually, I started at Delancey Flyers when I was six, seven. Um, obviously, Alex started, we've got Sam, Brad, um, Kylie, Helena, Megan, Jack, Jack, Josh. Josh. Yeah. So many of us started at Delancey. I think it's really nice to. Um, both have the mountain bike crit there obviously but also have the support from um, from schools and from people out out on the road um, kind of to have that home crowd will make quite a difference um, kind of bring it back to where we started racing really it's sort of a really good example as well for the younger members of the club to see what goes on and where it can lead yeah exactly I think um, it'll be as I say having people in um Places where it's easy to spectate, um, obviously on the roadside at the mountain bike racing, I think it'll be really good to kind of encourage that next sort of generation um, to get involved with the Lancy Flyers. I think it's a real credit to um, both obviously Gary Woolbridge, Paul Brayo, everyone that helped with the Flyers in the beginning to see how that kind of has led to obviously our success with being selected, but also beyond that, obviously Sam's got a team now. Um, and um, having the ability to kind of see if, you've, if you're doing flyers, that's maybe where you could end up. I think it's quite a nice thing to see actually at home where you would normally race as well. And we've seen growth in the sport as well. Definitely. I think especially with it being at home games, you've had a lot more people interested, most specifically probably in the women's mountain bike team. Um, we were talking before, we've never had a full team of women I don't think in the mountain biking I might be wrong but I don't think we, we've, we've, had... we've had a full team but I don't think we've had a team as strong as we have this year yeah um, I think um, 
it's been so nice to see and on the road as well with like five women in both the road events um and the team event road events and the mountain bike events even um i think having that group to kind of push each other along as well has has made it not only a lot more competitive but it's also um kind of encouraged more people to get involved um and kind of keep keep going with with racing if i take you back to the start of your cycling career what what was driving you at that point um i think again like alex said starting at delancey um i didn't i just kind of turned up and and wanted (laughs) wanted to ride my bike as fast as i could so um i think i remember doing that first race on a wednesday night i think i might have won it and i thought oh that was that was quite fun i'll do that again next week and it just kind of went from there really um and obviously there was quite a lot of us um sort of back then obviously it wasn't super competitive we were just having fun riding our bikes and i think that is probably the most important sort of starting point um is that everyone just enjoyed riding bikes and racing and having fun so kind of developed from there really and the competitive side of it does that um it was definitely there (laughs) it probably obviously not quite the same now i think when i started again like road racing um and when it became obviously doing time trials waking up at 6 a.m racing um early in the morning it obviously became a lot more um serious and a lot more competitive um kind of from 12 13 14 on um but i think again it's nice to have such a group of people um kind of driving that competitiveness forwards um so yeah there's i mean there's an amazing amount of dedication that needs to go into cycling to stay at a high level of performance isn't there in terms of your training and your racing yeah i think um probably if uh if you said to anyone that doesn't race or doesn't um kind of know the ins and outs if you said oh um i'm waking up at 5am tomorrow to go and race my bike <laughs> it's uh, it's not always the most appealing sort of um thing thing that you want to be doing with your sunday morning um but i think the dedication um from all of us hopefully will, will sort of show um in july <laughs> fingers crossed and this is going to be a good showcase for the sport as well and get, getting new, new people involved, new members of any age, I'm guessing. Yeah, it's going to be an absolutely beautiful showcase. So, um, and actually we've, we've had really good sort of engagement from, from the community generally and, and from schools on nearby the course and things like that. So it, it's a real good chance to, to inspire that next generation, particularly with the, the events that are happening near the schools. Um, but we've had so much, as I said, engagement from the community as well. I think we've got we've got about 100 volunteers who are helping with the events. And um, when you kind of think about the scale of that, it's, it, it's a really beautiful thing. It sort of touches a little bit on what we were speaking about earlier, how the Games has now managed to connect a load of people that maybe would not have ever thought about getting involved in sport or watching sport. Yeah, agreed. And, and back to... Back to Hannah's point earlier about the uh, about the flyers. I mean, that's that was an initiative that started fifteen years ago, and it was uh, as Hannah said, Gary Walbridge and Paul Bray were key drivers on that, um, amongst others. And we we're really sort sort of reaping the rewards of that investment now, and we've got a team that's kind of full of the graduates from that, um, which is it's 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 really 
it's one of those things where you don't the investment doesn't pay off immediately um, in terms of having an island games sort of rider it, it takes years and years and years to develop and, and nurture a person and it, it's really amazing that we're we're sort of seeing that now and <laughs> what happens post games for you guys as well for me i think i'm gonna basically my, my long-term goal is going to be commonwealth games that's ideally what basically i'm aiming for um so the island games is basically my, my short-term goal and after that it's going to be commonwealth so i think next year i'm sort of gonna sort of tame it down a bit and do more events that i sort of enjoy doing which is what i enjoy doing is like long distance stuff so i've taken part in the mallorca 312 which is a 312 kilometer sort of i don't call it a race but it's got start line and finish line so to me it's a race so i sort of i'm going to try and enjoy doing some long distance stuff before hopefully then knuckling down again to some hard training ready for hopefully a commonwealth games which is what my my goals are well yeah and hannah um yeah pretty similar to be honest i think um having the kind of obviously Guernsey was originally supposed to be 2021 um that kind of two-year delay has um obviously it's two years of people's lives that kind of a slightly put on hold I suppose um but I think having that time um obviously within Covid and lockdown it was all a little bit of a strange sort of I think I really found that um riding my bike just purely for the enjoyment was a really nice way to almost reset and think okay well 2021 is not happening 2023 is kind of a still two years away um I think like Alex said next year a little bit more calm of an approach to training um but still kind of keeping that ma- maintaining riding um and then looking ahead to potentially kind of commonwealth games Beyond the Games, proudly sponsored by SG Kleinwort Hambros Bank Limited, Guernsey Branch and Jersey Branch.